news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. So we have a really fun guest on today's show, Kylie Sanchez. She is the owner and creator of You Play, I Pray. Yes. I've heard all about it. You wear the shirts all the time. (laughs) Yes, I know. It's your go-to sporting Event. It's such a perfect shirt to wear to baseball games. And I love it because a lot of the moms love it too. Like you play, I pray. And she's a really cool story behind it. She is married to a former baseball player, like an all-star baseball player. And um, I don't want to share the story on the front end of it because she goes and tells the story during the interview, but really a simple word that she said um, to her husband when they were going through some stuff um, turned into a business. I love it. Did you know that her husband, Brian, was drafted by the Royals? Babe, I did know that. Oh, you did? Yeah. You think I I don't do my own research. No, you can't can't stump me on my own guess, babe. But that is is your favorite team? Was your favorite team? Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Currently? Currently, my favorite team is the Royals. Well, here's the deal. The Rangers also probably, wherever you get your paycheck, I also love that team too, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and it was the Astros for a really long time. And then you just kind of, you're like, mm-mm. No, they were my favorite team too. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm over them though. Yeah. I, so I, I'm a follower. I follow you. Like my grandmother loved the Royals. I bet Graham knew Brian Sanchez. I mean, for sure. Oh, definitely. And Jan. Jan for sure. Jan to hear this. Yeah. But yes, so I did know that the Royals are my favorite team. They always were. They've, they're like the chiefs. Like how can you not love a Kansas city team? Especially when I was born in Kansas city. Yeah. So there you go. Royals. Yeah. But what I love about Kylie is first of all, she's just precious. She is so funny because she's an entrepreneur, but she's like, didn't want to be, but this is where God has placed her. And so she's trying to navigate it. Um, and it's really fun to watch her try to navigate this business and people are loving it. And I am trying to push her to, um, she has really great, um, like Bible, um, teachings that they're doing at baseball games and tournaments. And, um, it's something that, you know, I didn't know she was doing when we started it, but, um, it's really hard when you have, a travel team, they're traveling on the weekends. And so what happens to church? And a lot of people just don't go to church. And, um, one of the big things I remember us talking about with travel, like we weren't going to allow it to, um, mess with our Jesus time and our church time. So we've created, um, kind of a little 
church within our baseball team, but they've done it too. And she's written, um, a lot of lesson plans for that. Um, which I think is so cool. And her husband does it, um, before games or in between games on Sundays with their team. And it just is able to reach so many people who maybe wouldn't be in church, um, on the weekend if they were home. It's a cool opportunity. Yeah. I I think we've seen it firsthand how important it is to kind of incorporate that into these weekend trips and, and man, it, you could play seven or eight games over a weekend for seven and eight year olds. It's, it's crazy and it's only going to get worse, but, uh, but to keep that as the main focus come Sunday, um, always important. Yeah. And I love it because we're all together and like worshiping Jesus together as a team. And then we go out on the ball field, you know, and I just think that's special. Um, and the fact that they're doing that, but she has this, um, beautiful business and it's you play, I And we're going to pop on over and she's going to tell us the story on how it started, kind of where it is and what she's thinking is ahead for them. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, babe. Well, Kylie, the day has come where we're finally (laughs) on a podcast together. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. So we're going to have to backtrack a little bit on when I actually first kind of made the comment that I wanted you on the podcast and you said no, or you were like, no, not really. I am very honest. So yes. Anything you, you learn, anything today, I am very honest. So. I love that. I love that. Well, before we get into that story, I want you to tell our listeners about who you are and kind of what you're up to right now. Okay. Well, I am Kylie Sanchez. My husband, Brian, was a professional baseball player for 15 years. And that is where the um, brand You Play, I Pray was birthed out of. Through his journey in baseball, we began a relationship with Christ. And the, it's so funny that I laugh and giggle when I share the actual truth. I feel like when people say, hey, what's the story behind you playing? Play? And I'm like, well, do you have time for like 15 years of, oh, I love that. of, a, of, of a bumpy road? But yeah. really, the, the short story, it, it really came through a text message. Mm. So there was a... a there was a season in, um, Brian was just coming off of like three solid years in the big leagues, great years, put up great numbers. And then the very next season, like we found ourselves with no job in the big leagues. It was crazy. Like we, we found ourselves back in, uh, the minor leagues. And I want to, I think he was, I don't remember, maybe 33 at the time. Yeah. And in the minor leagues, that makes you like 10 years older. Right. <laughs> You're an old man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And all of, and all the players are like, what are you doing here? Like we, we looked you up. Right. You should not be here. And like, it was just a very, um, it, it led me to a lot of bitter feelings, like mm-hmm. wondering why, like it just felt so undeserved. I watched my husband pitch his way to the big leagues. I watched him pitch himself well enough to stay there. And yet it, we were where we were at. Yeah. And, um, it was just a new season for me. I had never been in so much bitterness and I don't think the outside world would have seen it, Mm-mm. but in my heart, it was so, it was just yuck. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I was, I was desperately searching, you know, for, for peace in it all. And I could tell one day that it was taking a toll on Brian too. And he was leaving to go to the stadium for the day. And early on in our marriage, God was so faithful. I had no idea how to pray or what to do, but I was handed my first Bible I ever got Sarah was when I was 20 years old. And wow. 
wow. clung, clung to it. And I was also a prideful young girl. So mm-hmm. I didn't ask a whole lot of questions. I was very private in my, my time with the word. And mm-hmm. I just, um, I just got to witness him use his word with no other knowledge and nobody else. And, and what that did for me. And so early on in, in our marriage, when, um, Brian would be struggling and I, I knew I didn't have the right words to say or what to do. Um, I would go to the Bible and I would just ask like, God, please send me, send me something to encourage him. And he was always faithful and would lead me to a scripture and I would send that to Brian and it always seemed to work. And so that day when he was leaving for the stadium, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to hit my knees and, and open up your word. Just please give me something like, I don't want us to, I don't want us to feel like this. Yeah. And so there was something about that day where it, he didn't lead me to a scripture. It was just a little bit of everywhere. And it was all just this, this overwhelming sense of peace, like, like almost like a slap in the face, like, Hey, silly, you know, I've got you. (laughs) You're not, you're not here for baseball. It has nothing to do with baseball and you're exactly where I put you. Right. And I was, and and he's like, you know how this feels so undeserved? Well, the last three years that felt like a hug was Mm -hmm. undeserved too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> like, and you know that, you know that, but right. it, it's like, I, I, I just, ha- I, I needed to feel it. So I was so excited about like this newfound piece and I grabbed my phone and I'm, I'm texting Brian this like long heartfelt, <laughs> you know, text message. And I'm like, babe, we are just supposed to bloom where he planted us and it has nothing to do with baseball. Like, so for now, we're just going to give a hundred percent of the things we can control. And that, that's going to be you play and I pray. Oh, and there it and goes. He, <laughs> and he, Sarah, I was, and he texts me back immediately, which never happens. You know, this uh-huh. like when they're at the stadium, like yes. you don't know when you're going to get to talk to them. Right. And he texted me back immediately. So I was just like so excited because I was like, this is going to be our breakthrough. And he, all he texts back to me was, hey, that's awesome. You should put that on a shirt. <laughs> and and the birth like, of a business. That's all, <laughs> of all the heartfelt stuff you sent. He sends back, you need to put that on a shirt. How cool is that though? Well, and you know, it, it, I... In the locker room, they always come up with nicknames for each other, and they would always be goofy and make shirts. So I'm guessing that's where he got it yes. from. But and I and I wish I could tell you that's how I got started that fast, but mm. it did not because yeah. you know I'm going to overthink and overpray and over over journal. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Let me journal this. Now, wait. When he sent that back to you, were you like, "Oh, that is a good idea," or were you like, "That no. is so silly"? Okay, okay. No, I, no. My response back was like, "Really? Like, yeah." this is what you got out of this. (laughs) And then I didn't hear from him until after the game. And I was like, seriously, like I, like I'm telling you, like, I feel like a hundred bricks were lifted off of my shoulders. And I like, what did you take from that? He was like, I really think you're supposed to do this. I was like, do what? (laughs) And he was like, I think you're supposed to get this message out. And I was like, he's like, I think you're supposed to put this on a shirt. And the funny thing is they're like, Brian is just, I love him. But he is not a thinker like that. Like that is not something for him to just say. Yeah. Like, yeah, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And so I was like, okay. And then I think just through the course of, I think it took me six months before I actually was like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, just through journaling and, and praying about it and him like saying, Hey, have you started that yet? I'm <laughs> like, I don't know how to, I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know what to do. I don't make shirts. Like I have two small children and right. follow you around the nation. Right. So. Right. How am I going to do this? Right. <laughs> and, and so that was back, you know, the shirt world has like, Oh, blown up. It, Oh my gosh, it's crazy. And I love it. It's so cool. It's the yeah. fastest way to spread a message. Right. So I agreed with him that, Hey, if this is something I'm supposed to do, I agree with you that shirts would be the easiest way to spread the message. But that was before, like, I think the only Christian shirts that were really out there at the time was like Caruso. Right. Okay. Can we go back just a second? So you said yeah. that you, like you guys found the Lord together. So was this mm-hmm. a new, were you on, I mean, was this a new journey right here or had you been following Jesus for a while at this point? So me and Brian were both raised in church. Okay. We both came from homes that went to church on Sundays, but we were, um, I would say more of a religion than a relationship. Okay. Right. And then we got married young at mm-hmm. 20 and 22 and we attended our first Bible study that baseball chapel within, you know, the, major and minor league, right. they put on Bible studies. So we got invited our first spring training together to go to this big Bible study. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I was handed my very first Bible. I had never, I didn't even know that that was a book you read. Wow. Crazy, right? Wow. Like, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I believed in God with my whole heart, but more out of fear because I really didn't want to burn in hell. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and, but, and I, and I prayed because of that. Because I was like, I, I just, I always prayed for safety because I was, I just was always scared. Right. Um, and so I did not know that there was anything beyond that. Wow. And so by the time the, the you play, I pray text happened, that was, let's see, a good 10 years of being in the word. Yeah, and that's great together, yeah, which I think is together. so special when, and so important really in a marriage to yeah. be equally yoked. You know, it's like, okay, you guys were both seeking the Lord together, growing in the Lord together, which I think then helps spark different things in each other. And this being one of them. Um, but I think it's funny. We were talking before we hit record that you're like, okay, this was not a dream. So I want you to, I want you to talk a little bit about that because on my podcast, destined for greatness, we have a lot of people who we talk about dreams, like, what's your dream? What do you, you know, what do you want to do? And you were like, no, this was, this is not my dream. And so talk a little bit about that, because I think that will resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. So our whole, you know, all through our marriage, like I was telling you earlier, I I married a dreamer. Mm -hmm. You know, I married, I married a boy who from the time he was in second grade till he retired, his only dream was to be a major league baseball player. Mm -hmm. And his whole life reflected that. And he would always say, Kelly, what is your dream? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not a dreamer. I'm more of a doer. You know, I I kind of, I'm going to be honest with you, Sarah. I used to cringe when people like we, like the church would do like a dream thing where you come (laughs) and I'm like, oh man, they're going to, they're going to know that I am not into this. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted nothing to do with it. Wow. No. And and I would always joke and tell Brian like, Hey, he was, he just wanted me to feel the same. He's like, Kelly, when I step on that field, every single day. Mm-hmm. I have an adrenaline rush. I have this passion that he's like, I just, I want, what, what does that for you in your life? And I'm right. like, I, I'm like, Brian, I don't, I'm thinking nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, Hey, like, but I said, maybe God didn't give me a dream because I'm supposed to support you in yours. And right. so 
I'm kind of getting off of topic, but I do, I want to make a point for this. Like now that I am walking in something and it is, it has blown my mind that the people that God has sent me to be those people, like it's okay if, if you're not living your dream in the moment and you're supporting somebody else's because they need you. Right. So totally off the topic. Yeah, no, (laughs) but I love that. I love that because I think it's important for people to hear. And I also love that you just say, you call it as it is like, Hey, this wasn't my dream. And we talked about that. Like with me with tippy toes, it was out of a sense of urgency and yours kind of came out of a sense, you know, you, we could say accident, but we know it was, you know, God, pushing something through Brian to get to you. Um, But really it started with what you said. um, And there's a difference of, you know, okay, just going with the momentum being like, I can't not do this. And that's kind of where you have felt you have been, right? Like I can't not do this. So can you talk into that a little bit? Like, okay, maybe this wasn't the ultimate dream, but now you feel more of it being a calling. Yes. So just through, I loved to journal. And so through my journaling time, and this is the, it, I would journal like, okay, God, this isn't going away. Is this for real? Like, am I really supposed to do this? And I would, I would journal. Okay. Yeah. I'm surrounded by other wives. You know, he was still playing professional baseball and we were older now. And I had what, 10 years under my belt of people mentoring me and pouring into me. I'm like, okay, I can see this. Like maybe this is my way to reach other, the young wives now. Right. Um, and, but the whole time Sarah, our journal, he was screaming moms at me and I was like, what? Mm. And I was like, ah, I, I was like, I just, um, I, I didn't get it because yes, I was a mom, but I, my children were, I was pregnant right? and I had a three-year-old and a four-year-old mm. and I was like, I, I pray for them all the time, but not in this way. So what, it just didn't make sense to me, but it wouldn't go away. And I was like, okay, he gave me this huge vision for it, Sarah. It's so big that I wanted to just run from it because there was no way. And, and, but I also know that when God wants something to happen, he'll put all the pieces in place and he'll right. make it happen. Right. So just take the first step and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I sat Brian down and I was like, all right, this won't go away. How much are we willing to do, you know, and make this initial investment? And this was my goal, Sarah. (laughs) Even though he gave me this massive vision board, I said, here's my plan. This is my five-year plan Mm because I was pregnant. Right. I was like, we're going to make this initial investment, and I'm just going to pray that God keeps it going. Like, he'll just keep it going for five years so then when I'm ready to run Uh and all the kids are in school. (laughs) You could find something else. Wow. Like, well, or or I thought I would have like a five-year window not really run from it, right. but run with it. Like I thought I would have a good five years. Like that was my plan. I have five years to be a student. Right. I can figure out where he's leading me in this. What do I need to learn? How do I build a team? And then when all the children are in school, yeah, I, I can do whatever he wants me to do. And, and I thought that was really how it was going to go down. Yeah. And then, um, it just kind of exploded, <laughs> which is so awesome. And I want to talk a little bit about like your mission and where you guys have come from now. So you started doing the t-shirts and that, that exploded, like people wanted more. And I love your t-shirts. They're so soft. And I, you. I, you know what, it's one of those things that moms will compliment like, Oh, I need a shirt like that, you know? Um, so, so that's how it started. And then how did it, like when you say you exploded, 
what happened next? Okay. Well, what happened was I was not prepared for growth whatsoever. Because, you know, like what we talked about earlier, when you're in that childlike faith, you're in that blind faith of, okay, God's going to do this. Like he gave me this vision and I know it's from him because it scares me and he's going to make it happen. Well, I was just so immature and, yeah. and, and, and also was like, okay, so, but what is, I didn't plan like, okay, so if he does make this happen, Kelly, what is your plan to be prepared for it? Like I just... And it, right. be, because it turned my world upside down and it was um, consuming my time and it was actually taking me away from him, Right. Um, it, it scared me and it allowed fear to just become so much louder mm. than my faith. Yeah. And I just, I don't even feel like I had time to process all the doors that were opening instead of saying yes, I said no, because yeah. <laughs> look, you asked me to talk and I was like, no way. Mm, I know, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But you know what? I love that about you because I think oftentimes in our listeners that maybe listening to you, it's like they have a dream and they're like, but I don't know, or they don't have a dream, but they're walking in something that they know is good, that they know is from God, but they're not comfortable in it. And I love, that's what I think I love most about you is that you're okay sharing about not being uncomfortable with something God's called you to do. And your mission really is to equip parents and coaches to yeah. be able to reach Christ because like we talked about on one of our last conversations about how, you know, this travel world, kids aren't going to church because they're on the ball field. No. So how, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, and then, so you say, okay, I don't want to play travel because I, you know, want to go to church, but then that's mm -hmm. not really a reality for a lot of families. And so tell us what you're doing with that, because I think there's such a message there and a deeper vision of what you guys yeah. have to be able to bring people to Jesus. Well, and that's funny that, that, that is where I think, you know, Sarah, I beat myself up for not being prepared for growth and letting the fear be louder and me saying no for so long. And, and but I think the reason why was because I needed to figure out how we were going to be more than just shirts. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I didn't like. I, right. I didn't like, I was like, I never started this to be a business. I never started this to sell shirts. And I love that it's working to spread the message. But what are we spreading? Like, right. what are we doing here? And when I, I beat myself up for the last two or three years, because I mean, I basically was like, that's it. We're done. Like yeah. we're, we're going to, we're running an autopilot until I hear clear again, what we're doing. Right. Right. And in that time I got to really say, okay, this, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, all I ever wanted to do was to give Jesus away in the same way he was given to us. Mm -hmm. And I needed to know what, what was that going to look like in youth sports? Like, how was that going to look like? Like, was I, am I going to be able to reach the mom's hearts on the teams we're on? Right. Is Brian going to be able to reach these athletes? And so Brian was like, hey, we'll just do what was given, doing, done for us. And that's what we've been doing. And it's, it's so crazy simple so that mm -hmm. like, I, like I, all it is is God's word and, and opening it at right. the field. And I think me and you have talked about this. We call it chapel time. Mm -hmm. And what Brian does on Sundays is in between games, he calls the boys over and they take about 15 minutes and they go over a scripture and they talk about it and they pray together. And he started that when they were seven years old and, mm -hmm. and this, this core group of boys are still together. 
and they're now 10 and they've, they've matured into Wednesday night Bible studies because mm-hmm. they wanted more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, on those same Wednesday nights, I do a Bible study with the moms. Yeah. And so, oh, wow. it, mm-hmm. and it's just fun to watch. I mean, that, and that's where the fruits of the church come from. I mean, even if you just went to church on Sundays, that's not where true life change mm-hmm. comes from. Life change comes from these small groups where you're growing in Christ together. I absolutely love church. I love my church. I hate desperately when we miss it. And I, I do believe that there's some families, maybe sports isn't for them and church is where they need to be. But when a, when a parent comes to me and their child is sold out on a sport and they, they don't allow it because of that, it, Mm -hmm. a part of me breaks there. It really does. I'm like, no, the the sports don't need you. They need these families. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like take the church out of the church walls. Right. And bring it to them. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we overcomplicate it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that it, it's as simple as grabbing two or three kids and sa- opening a Bible and, and taking 10, 15 minutes. Right. That's what radically changed me and Brian. That was it. Mm, I love that. And you know what? It's back to like thinking about what is simple. I do think when you said, you know, there's kids that desperately want to play, but they can't because of church. It then gives that child a bad feeling about church. I think where two or more are gathered, God is there. Mm-hmm. And so you think about, yeah. um, you know, church traditionally is in a church, a church building, yeah. but church can be seen on a baseball field, you know, or in a dugout yeah. or in a, you know, I know for my son, we do it in a hotel room or a hotel uh-huh. lobby before we all head over to the ball okay, field. party. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's something that's important to his team. And what I think is really cool is that, you know, we've done it with Hank's baseball team for maybe two years. And then, um, my daughter Lucy just started volleyball and, you know, I was like, wait, so we play on Sunday morning. Like that's just, (laughs) it's, it's still new to me. And she's like, mom, can we do volleyball church, you know, chapel? And I'm like, yeah, we totally can't, you know, because we're missing, my kids don't want to miss church. So when they do, we need a supplement for that. Now tell me this because we didn't talk about this. I should have asked you before we hit record, but you were writing, a devotional. Am I right? Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Coming? Yeah. So I was writing them for Brian to use on Wednesday nights and, you know, in Kylie fashion, Sarah, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm just going to hold on to it for years yeah. and overthinking it. <laughs> so you haven't published it for the rest of us to get oh, our hands no. on. <laughs> hey, and you know, what's so funny, Sarah, like when, when you play, I pray was exploding. Um, Lifeway brought us into some stores to, to try us out ultimately before they ended up closing everything. Mm-hmm. We had a publisher who was willing to like get this devotional out, get it on the tables with our shirts and stuff. And I was like, it just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And I said, who says that Sarah? Yeah. Like who does that? <laughs> but, but I'm telling you everything in me, it just felt like I, w- I felt like I lost my voice for a few years mm-hmm. and and um, like I said, I'm kind of coming over the hump where I'm not going to say no anymore. Right. Um, maybe I was supposed to lose my voice right. so that I could find it again. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I just want to encourage you to 
to get that devotional out because there's people like me who I'm like, okay, I would love to have a guideline for what I'm going to talk about <laughs> on Sunday mornings or what Adam's going to share. And I think people need your voice. We need you to not be silent and holding on to things because when you do that and we know that you're walking closely with the Lord and you share it with us, more people will be blessed. And so I'm going to put you on the spot and tell you to get that thing done. <laughs> yeah, you, you seriously are the best cheerleader. Oh, well, I really, I, I think what you guys are doing needs to happen. And really, sports aren't going away and no. travel things are not going away. And so mm-hmm. it would be so fantastic to be able to say, hey, I, you know, you play, I pray, I want your devotional because, and then I want the parents to wear the shirts and I want this to be our <laughs> Sunday thing. And so I see it so big and I see it so clear and I see it not just with baseball, but all the sports all that the are sports. taking over yeah. our family's lives to <laughs> allow Jesus to be part of it instead of eliminate that Sunday, you know, church time yeah. to allow, say, Jesus, and, come be part of this with us. Yeah. And, and again, and again, like I, I love church. I'm a big believer in it. And, mm. but there was a time in my life where I, um, wouldn't have thought I needed it. Mm-hmm. And baseball was that church for me that pointed me back to the church. Right. So there's definitely a need there. Um, and like you said, it just continues to grow. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, I have not gone off the, the questions that I was going to ask you, <laughs> at all, but I, I don't want to run out of time. So I do want to know one of the questions that I had is, you know, talking about dreams and I'm not going to put the word <laughs> dreams on you, but I do want to no. know what is next for you play, I pray, or for you and Brian, like what's the next vision if you have one? The vision has never, I guess the vision has never veer from the first one that God gave me that I have derailed. So we're going to, we are going to, we're going to stick with that vision. And I guess the next step for me is that I'm just no longer saying no, Sarah. I'm no longer using the excuses of my weaknesses. Like I, I just used all my weaknesses, excuses. I was like, no. And, and I, you know, in the beginning I said I was going to be a student and I never got to do that. So that's kind of what I've been doing. There's just so many resources out there now that I can't say I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like, right. that's not even okay. Like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn so how right. to run a business online right. now. Like, yeah. there's just, you know, and, and so I guess that that for me um, is just to no longer say no, yes. to walk through the doors that are open and trust that God will close the wrong mm-hmm. ones. And he will. He so will. And I love how you and Brian and your whole family are just, you know, charging forward with this. And I just want to encourage you to keep after it because the world needs your voice. Um, okay. So tell our listeners if they want any of your shirts, which I love. They're so <laughs> precious. I actually, I, as we were talking, I'm looking at your website. I'm like, Oh, I need to come over here and shop a little bit, get that play ball <laughs> one for Hank. Um, but tell us how can they find you? Um, where it's super easy, you play, I play.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, that social media is one of my weaknesses that I'm going to try to no longer say. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're going to, you know what? You're going to dominate and all these people yeah. are going to start following you. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
Yeah. But that, those are the three, the three places you can find us. That's great. That's great. And what a message Mm -hmm. that moms and dads and, you know, kids can bring to the ball field too, by wearing one of your shirts. And I know when I wear my shirts, you, uh, there's questions like, wait, what does that shirt say? (laughs) Oh, I need one of those. You know, it's a, it's a message. And here's the other thing I have found when you wear your shirts, you cannot yell at the umpire. You can't. Sarah, like, do you know? I mean, okay. So uh, this is that's so funny. My my absolute favorite messages to get from people is that they're like, "Hey, somebody asked me about my shirt, and I had the guts to tell my testimony." And so that <laughs> that is our favorite. But I'll get messages from some. I'll got a message, and they'll say, "I have to apologize to you. I got kicked out of a basketball game." <laughs> And I'm like, that's okay. Jesus loves us. Yes, that is so funny. Well, I did, you know, I, I don't like to think of myself as a yeller and I really am not at baseball, probably more at basketball, but, um, you know, if there is a bad call, I will remind the umpire that I saw the right call (laughs) and I'm like, and I hate it. Like, I don't want to be that person, but I just, I go back to like my 17 year old self or something. And, and, but that shirt allows me to hold my tongue a little bit, but maybe that's your next shirt. Like hold your tongue. mama. Did you, did you, I don't know. I don't know if me and you were connected yet, but I shared what us baseball mamas do on Instagram and it kind of went and on Facebook, it went crazy. Uh And I was actually passionate. Them. I was packing them up little cards that say stop, pop, and pray. Uh, uh, um, no. and, but we, we carry blow pops with it. And it's that is know, the, so so if we have nothing sweet to say, we fit sweet things in our I mouth. I <laughs> love it. That is actually genius. I might have to, I'd have to carry a lot of blow pops with me. That is so yeah, good. It, it works though. It does. Put something sweet in there until something hey, sweet I'm comes gonna, out. I'm going to remind myself of that every time I go to the ball field. Because they sell blow pops all the time at the ball. I'll probably yeah. just get one for every game now. My teeth are going to yeah, rot so, thanks to you. Yeah, I, you know what? Now that I need to pack some more, but the customers were loving them. So we were, we made these cute little packages with oh. cards on it and a blow pop. And we're like, if you have great tongue control, just pass it on to your sister. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hey, that's a message yeah. all in itself. That's so good. Well, Kylie, thank you so much for sharing your heart and really for being honest and sharing your story with us. And I'm excited to just get to watch your journey explode. And I can't wait to get that devotional that you're going to finish up here before <laughs> too long. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Sarah, for, um, like I told you earlier, believing in me, even though I'm right in the middle of the, the messy mud I part. Love it. I love it. It's the best part. Thanks so much, friend. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.